What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Me If I Was 20 podcast. It's Gage. And it's me. It's Ty, everybody. I'm Ty. That's right. And we're back, of course. <laughs> this time it's just the two of us. Yeah. And happy Christmas Eve, Eve. Thanks everyone. to Austin for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you, Austin. That was great. Uh, he was pretty good. We'll, we'll have you on again. We missed Definitely. some stuff that yeah. he wanted to talk about. Yeah. I think if we had talked about everything we wanted to talk about, though, that would have been quite a long show. Yeah, it would have been probably <clears throat> upwards of two and a half hours. Oh, it would have been longer than that. Three. He didn't talk about One Piece, and yeah. I'm sure he would have talked about that for a while. Right. And then he said something else and he forgot. Just talking about where you come from and all yes, that. Yes. Which is like the most that. important thing. I, and honestly, that was the thing I was most interested yeah. in. Maybe we but, should, we know. need to rework those questions for our guests, maybe. I mean, it's fine. He wanted to talk about the dunks. <laughs> yeah. So, so I totally get it. No, yeah. He's, he's, <clears throat> he loves dunking. So, yeah, I can't hold that against him. Yeah. But I heard, I you... did not know that about him. Yeah. I like when he was saying, like, that. We were on a text message thread leading up to that show, yeah. and he was like, yeah, I've had this whole personal like journey with basketball and me trying to dunk, and I was like, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. So it sounded pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting stuff. You guys yes. should check that out if you haven't listened so to it. Um, but yeah, Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, yet again. Um, Merry Christmas. We haven't said it at all. No, well, we Halloween haven't. got so much play, I and, know. and actually we took way more time to actually take a dump on thanksgiving then we have said merry christmas or even acknowledge the season that's right and you know this episode is going to be full of that yes so it's a it's um, going to be the hap hap happiest christmas episode ever exactly and that you know and that leads me to something unrelated to christmas i heard we have a listener question we do uh actually we have a few oh awesome so i (laughs) It, this one's not Christmas related. Okay. The first one is not. I, I, actually, Christmas, like, actually, they're not Christmas related at all. That's fine. But we do have questions that are. Oh. But our listener questions are not quite. Okay. <laughs> so, a friend of mine, this is a listener question because they text me these things all the time. This came from a friend of mine named Jeremy Sutton. And <clears throat> he said, I was. I was just thinking about this question. Category slash music. What song have you played slash heard the most because you like it in your entire life? Question mark. So what is my most play? Essentially, because you like it. Because I like it. What is the song that I've listened to the most? The most. That is a tough question. I told you it was going to be hard. He said third eye blind. Uh, Semi-contrast. No. He said, Third Eye Blind, Semi Charge Kind of Life. You cut me off. Okay. I didn't, Sorry. I didn't That's my fault. <laughs> I can tell you right now with 100% confidence for me that it is a Green Day song. I can tell you that much um, because overall in my musical life, that's probably the artist that I've listened to the most. Okay. Um, Can't fault you over there. But, but as for a song. I have no idea. I told him I could not answer this. I yeah. could not even begin to. I have a very... It's not a bad habit. Yeah. But I have this thing where I get stuff stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. And the only way that I know how to get it out is listen to it nonstop. Yeah. And again, that is just songs that I like. Right. If it's a song I hate, I wait 15 minutes and it's gone. Yeah. You know? I tend to think that the things that surface in your life, they stay... Like, if they stay and they come back, then they're important for yeah, a reason. Absolutely. But, like, if it's garbage, 
it's going to be garbage and it's going to be gone. It's always pretty soon. Be garbage. Yeah. So I mean, there <clears> has <throat> been times where you know I've heard a song. This thing sucks. Went back to it weeks later. I'm like, okay, wait, maybe I just didn't give it the time of day. Yeah. But most of the time, if a song sucks, it's gonna suck. I, I so I've never ever come up against a song where I was like, this is bad. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. Every once in a while, the more you listen to a song, or this is how it works for me, the more I listen to a song, the more it grows on me, mm-hmm. and then the more nuanced. And kind of incredible it becomes. Yeah. You know? Sure. So it's like, it's like, if you got like S tier stuff, like this stuff is always good across the board. Mm -hmm. And then like the deep cuts like end up becoming God tier. Absolutely. You know? Like it's that kind of thing. Yeah. That's that's what happened to me with Green Day is like, I loved all their stuff that was like popular. And then I started checking out their, uh, like, you know, their whole discography and I, found myself to enjoy every single thing from it like i really was racking my brain to think about the song that i've listened to the most yeah um and i re- i was thinking about remember when i, I don't know if you remember this you might not but when ipods for mm-hmm. i you know nanos yep. to like the big ones mm-hmm. like first came out yep they when you had it was just a dedicated computer screen right mm-hmm. where it's like apple music or it wasn't Apple Music, it was like iTunes. your iPod, right? Mm-hmm. And you downloaded songs directly to it. Yep. And because of that, it would give you all these categories. Like, you've listened to this song recently. You've listened to this song 42 times. You've mm-hmm. listened to this song, like, however Like, they would give you all these stats about it. And they don't, yeah. a- Apple Music doesn't do that Only anymore. Only once a year. And you don't even get to see h- however many times you played it unless it hits your top five. So I gotta start paying attention soon. Yeah, is what I'm hearing, because it's gotta end like pretty soon. Yeah, right. Right. Well, you can do it right now unless it's you know on the, it's times past. I know that like, I know that they have that, you know these are the top five like or these are the top songs of 2020. Yeah. I know they do that, but that's like more of a radio thing. Yeah. I want just like this is the songs that you've listened to the most or replay the most. Yeah. And that can't be that hard to do because no. I've had some sort of like iTunes account since like 2008. Right. So. No, like it it would be so easy. Like you look at video games, like you see how much Overwatch will track your yeah. stuff. Yeah, I know. Um, look, I mean, iTunes could do the same thing. I know thing. it's there. Yeah. They just probably don't give you the option to. Yeah, Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe we should just look into that. Somebody out there knows this. Like, please let, let us, us know. Because I'm interested in that. That'd be a good, that'd be a good thing to talk about. Overwatch. Ugh. Gosh. Bad. Um, Dang. Yeah. Let's not Let's not do that. I've had such a bad taste in my mouth about that game lately. Um, another listener question is, oh this is more of a would you rather. Okay. Would you rather have a stray eyelash? Okay. Right? Yeah. The kind that poke and are painful, mm-hmm. or would you ha- rather have a loose bug? Not the ones that like are outside of your nose, but like the ones that are just sitting there, moving around, like when you like free. So like if if you gave it a snort, it would turn into a little booger rocket. Or if you took a deep inhale, it would go down your throat. Is this like? Would I rather have this all the time? I'm saying, which one would you rather have? And, a booger and and 
if that's the case, then obviously you'd rather have one. The other one is worse. Yeah. But we're going to talk about which one is worse and why. Yeah. I think I think the eyelash <laughs> is way worse. I hate having stuff in my eye. So I've had people... I'll just say, let me start with the booger first because okay. I okay. feel Fair way enough. more passionate about the eyelash. Um, I was trying to think of like one thing that's on par with it and it's stray hair wasn't mm-hmm. going to cut it because it's already a stray hair. Yeah. So I was like, what's the point? Right. So, the, but then I thought like maybe like a beard, beard hair is getting my mouth all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe beard hair. But then I was like, that's so... That's, so easy, to but that's with. so subjective to me, though. Sure, and like not everybody can identify with that. No. But everybody knows what it's like to like wake up in the morning and have like feel like you have something in your nose and like do one of those and have one like come down into your throat, go down, Ugh. go down into your lungs. It's pretty gross. It feels horrible. Yeah, it's pretty. It, bad. It's I'm not kidding. I've had some straight up hurt. It feels like a rock goes into my lungs. It's like a kidney stone. Yes. In your nose. In reverse. <laughs> Instead of coming out of my body, it's going into it, uh, which yeah. seems worse. So, I said all that, but I'm going to say this. I would rather have the book. Yeah. Because... I'm going out too. Stray eyelash is... I've had... I'm not kidding. I've had, like... I don't feel like I give great first impressions with people. Mm-hmm. Like, I am one of those people that it takes time to get to know me. Right. And... Not by any design other than this is just my personality. Yeah, sure. I have been known to be standoffish, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and that's fine. <laughs> Listen to our first podcast that's, where we talk about... <laughs> that's fine. Right. You understand that better than anyone. Right. But at the same time, I've had first impressions with people like absolutely ruined because of a straight eyelash <laughs> that I couldn't get. <laughs> like it, it like, I feel like... I feel like it's like a dog that sees a squirrel and can't focus on anything else yeah. but killing that squirrel. The only thing that's in my mind is I feel like I have a porcupine quill mm-hmm. sticking in my eye. Yeah. And so, and I wear glasses, so it's like way worse. You have to take your glasses off yep. to get to it. And dig in there and get it out. And that, I feel like that's so equal to, well, I've had some pretty bad pieces of wood in my eye yeah. and stuff. That, oh, yeah, I would take that all day long. All day long. You take wood over an eyelash? Dude, your eye, I I guarantee you, I've had stuff rocket and shoot me in the eye. I've had metal in my eye. Mm-hmm. I've had wood in my eye. And <clears throat> I don't prefer metal. Metal hurt. Mm-hmm. But... Wood is gets like the minute your eye closes, it starts to soften it, and then it starts to wash in there, and yeah, then it spits it out. But I have a really bad habit of I've stopped this, but as soon as something gets my eye, I start rubbing, and that that makes it really irritated. Sure. So my eye gets really bad. But see, I also, I mean, you saw me when I'm working. Yeah. Like I wear glasses. Yeah. That does not happen very often. Right. To me. And so. Man, but I don't know if it's just something with my eyelashes that they are just sharp and yeah. stiffer See, than normal. I, really I don't, don't know. My eyelashes, when I get an eyelash in my eye, it's more or less annoying for me than right. it is painful. But I would take a dang booger oh. any day because, like you said, it really distracts you. And it that's what's on your mind. I that's think it, it straight up hurts. Yeah, and, it's and annoying. I don't, I, I don't, I've had things where I've swallowed some of my beer hair before. Mm-hmm. And it feels like I'm trying to swallow a pine needle. Like, it hurts. And, and like... Maybe you just have stiff hair. It's not. Like, 
And yeah, maybe, but like it's only like with my peripheral hair because yeah. my actual hair is just thin yeah. and lanky. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not like that. It's not yeah. strong, right? But like all my facial hair is like that. All my eyelashes and all my eyebrows are like that. I don't understand it. Doesn't well, they, make any I think, sense. I think your head hair is different than your body hair. Of course it is. Like, you know, I mean, it goes without saying. Yeah. Like, it's just different. So, I agree. I mean, obviously, different colors too. Sometimes. Obviously, one is shorter, yeah. so it's going to be like much stiffer. Yeah. But like, this is so much thicker than anything that's up here. Right. For the people at home, I'm pointing at my face and then at the top of my head. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I forget that you guys can't see us sometimes. I don't. I remembered, but <laughs> I thought it was just going to be a funny thing to explain. Right. Um. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I would take. I would take that booger all day long. Yeah, me too. And those things hurt too. Yeah. Sometimes you breathe in hard enough and things are choking. I know. It's, it's bad. I agree. It's real bad. I, I hate it. It's, and it's when they're real slimy, it's just real gross too. Well, I would almost prefer that as to those like super stiff pebble ones, you know? Yeah, that's true. Well, how about, have you ever, um, all right, before we get into our big stuff. Have you ever been sick, or maybe not even like super sick, but like you wake up and your eyelashes are filled with crud and you can't even open your eyes? That does not happen to me when I get sick. I don't get sick that way. I don't know. It doesn't happen to me often, but there's been like two or three times where I've had to like force my eyeballs open because I had so much sleep in my eyes and my eyelashes. It was ridiculous. I... I, I my I there's like telltale signs that happen to me when I'm getting sick, mm-hmm. like my throat gets sore, mm-hmm, and I usually start to feel terrible. Most of the time, I feel great, mm-hmm. and I know immediately. Like I, it's usually like I'll wake up and I'll be like, Rachel, my throat does doesn't feel good. And she'll be mm-hmm. like, Oh no, <laughs> and <clears throat> I, you know then it's gonna be bad. Yeah, so. No, my that's one of the first for me too. Like my throat will start feeling itchy, and yep. I'll be like, "This is going somewhere." But like, thankfully, I haven't been sick in like I don't know three years. That's good. I think so. Like the only thing that's happened to me recently is I had two bouts of vertigo. The first one was awful, mm-hmm. um, and then the second one, the first one I had lasted three days. Gosh, it was horrible i'm sure like i couldn't turn my head so i would be like laying down asleep or i would be like sitting on the couch and i couldn't do anything because i could kind of go to sleep Mm -hmm. right but even when i did if i would change sides to be more comfortable my equilibrium would like completely like transfer in your sleep Yes, and, and you, so it like wake, wake up. me up, Ugh. and then I would immediately start getting nauseous. And of course, I'm not eating anything, so like at that point, I'm just dry heaving all the or, time. Yeah, and <clears throat> that was horrible. That that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. That sounds awful. And I've been run over by a horse. Okay, wow. by that a, says a lot. freaking horse. That says a lot. I would not wish that on my worst enemy Oof. because it feels just like somebody throws you into a dryer and turns it on high and it's literally just like you're standing flat in the middle of a room Mm -hmm. and the floor transfers to the ceiling but instead of falling down you stay there and then everything just 
like continues to turn topsy turvy. But then you try to fix it with your head, and it goes back. So it'll just sit there. You're just spinning. Oh, it's god awful. Oh my so, gosh, that's the worst. Yep, sounds really really bad. So like I was I was like out of work for like three days when that happened, and <clears throat> I tried to go back. Yeah, and I like I was literally just cutting flooring. Yeah, <clears throat> and I went over to the saw. And I picked it up and I set it down on it. And I just went from like standing to kneeling. And when I did that, <clears throat> the whole thing just. Oh. And I was just like, dude, I can't. I guess that's another reason you're not a big roller coaster guy. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that really messes with you. It makes sense. It definitely would. But I don't know. It's horrible. Yeah. Gosh. I don't. I do not recommend. <laughs> you guys, do, don't try Vertigo out. No, it's horrible. But, what are we talking about today? A little bit of Christmassy stuff. Yeah, Some it's Christmas. Christmas songs. Um, So, we're going with favorite song first. Favorite song, yes. It's such a hard one, too. And we have to, like, not, we don't have to agree. We just have right. to come up with my favorite and your favorite. I, but we can talk through the gamut, if you Yeah, want. sure. I, I'm not going to say which one is my favorite first. I'm going to... I'm I'm just gonna list some I'm a pretty big fan of. Okay. I I really like White Christmas. Yeah, it's a great Christmas song. Yes, it really just feels so Christmassy to me. I think so too. Um, I also very much enjoy um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Right, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> what's the one by the Eagles? Oh, I don't know. Um, that's a great question. My gosh. Please come home for Christmas, maybe? I don't know. That might be what it's called, but I like that one. I don't... I, like, most of these songs, I don't think, like... I don't think that these people... Right. ...wrote that, but they definitely are famous for it. Right. So... But I, I think my favorite of all time is Last Christmas. I love that song. From Last Wham. Christmas. What? Mm-hmm. Wham? Mm-hmm. I know the band, but Last I don't know that. Christmas, that's... I gave you my heart. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. I love that song. No, that's a good song. It's it's just like, because it's, it's also like, it's a Christmas song, yes, but you could really listen to it whenever you want, because it's, it's not, it, it's, it's really just a story about someone yeah. giving their heart to somebody on Christmas. And then it just didn't work out. And so, then, do you feel like you like some of those older classical like Christmas absolutely. songs? Like, yes, "Let It Snow." I love that song. So, I think like "Jingle Bell Rock" is one of my favorites. That's a good um, one. What about? Uh, is it what is it called? That's like um. <laughs> it really just sounds like a parody of Johnny Be Good, but I think that's all it is. I think that that is just like some sort of jazzed up like Christmas song that yeah, they made. I like that one. It, that didn't make it for Home Alone. Uh, they, like I said, that's I don't know. <laughs> that, that definitely is what it sounds like, though, isn't yeah, it? It sounds just like Johnny Be Good. She loves it up there. Jeez. By the way, the the cat is on top of my TV in here, so she's asleep. She's asleep, and she's got one paw hanging off the side. It's actually kind of awesome. Yeah, she's just chilling. So I'm gonna say, let's highlight some more though. I think yeah. first, um, 
Already Sleigh Bells is that is an absolute like must for me. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime me and Rachel are decorating, we always put on Christmas music. Oh yeah. So or decorating for Christmas, yeah. and we usually listen to it quite a bit around this time of yeah. year. Obviously, um, <clears throat> Sleigh Bells is great. Mm-hmm. Carol of Bells is sort of yeah. undeniable how good that is. We went to see the Trans Siberian. I was about to say, week, and yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. The light show is really cool. There was like. Um, honestly, it was filled with a bunch of songs we really didn't know. Right. But the songs we did know were really good, and the songs we didn't know were really good. Very 80s-inspired music. It's really cool. So, And that's like... I mean, obviously, they're very famous for doing right. Carol the Bells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, did that twice. So. Yeah. <laughs> twice? They did it twice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they did it like at the start, and then they did it to end the show, I think. How do you feel about somebody like Michael Bolton? I don't really have an opinion on Michael Bolton. I think he's horrible. But okay, good. My mom then, loves him. Um, I have a very when it comes to Christmas music, I'm not a huge fan of Michael Bublé, I know. and I'm not a huge none fan of, of Mariah Carey either. None of it. I I want none of it. These people are only relevant during the Christmas time for some yeah, reason. I agree. And and it's like I don't get. I don't see the hype. I feel like... Let me listen to some Frank Sinatra or somebody like that. Or, I feel like Dolly does a lot of Christmas parodies. I've not heard any of her Christmas stuff. Uh, I don't... You know what? I, I like a lot of early Dolly, like mm-hmm. okay. Jolene, the coal miner's daughter. Yeah, those Dolly. Are, yeah I like, I like early like, Dolly. Partners. I feel like those are kind of unassailable. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't want people like that I singing agree. Christmas songs. I, I want to hear the original. Yeah, like, let me hear... Uh, I always forget all their names for some reason. But like, uh, gosh, I'm having brain fart right now. <laughs> I hate that. I don't know who you're talking about. Any Christmas song. The person that sings Christmas songs that's like older. Like, well, like, there's Sinatra. Right. Then there's Bing Crosby. Right, there we go. Who's obviously famous for Almost like, every White song. Christmas. Probably yeah. the song that he's the fame mm-hmm. like the most famous for, you right. think? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's so. the song that's playing in Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Um He's probably one of the biggest names of Christmas. I guess a lot of I mean, I guess a lot of those guys on the Rat Pack did that, but yeah. it's probably more like Dean yeah. and then uh-huh. Frank. I don't know if Sammy Davis Jr. is so much famous for it. And maybe, uh, I don't know. But but see, let's, that's like a well, whole... Let me just add one thing. Seth MacFarlane, right? The, the creator of Family Guy? Yeah. Yes. He has a Christmas album, yep. which he sings jazz. Like, actually yep. does sing jazz on the side of, yep. of his... It is absolutely amazing. You know Steve Martin's at, like won an Emmy or a Grammy for a, like this stuff that he did with his band, right? He has like I forgot a that he has, he has a like band. a folklore or, or not folklore, a folk band a folk band yeah I'm really gonna have to check out some of his stuff because <laughs> I've been meaning to I really like Steve Martin yeah so so I mean that's interesting but I don't know if they actually have any Christmas songs but but yeah I, if look I would recommend you check out Seth MacFarlane's Christmas album it's it's really good believe it or not it's it's very a completely serious Christmas album I mean I'm just looking at. <sighs> I'm just looking at this right now, like, like the Christmas song Nat King Cole. Oh yeah, Nat King Cole. I really also like um, this Christmas. Um, I think it's what it's yeah. 
And it's Christmas. I mean, so this is Christmas. I think is that's a, a good an one amazing. Too. Song. That's what John Lennon or yes, mm-hmm. yes, you are absolutely right. I mean, Ella Fitzgerald's. I mean, Frosty the Snowman's kind of. But again, I don't want to hear these modern, updated, punched up versions of this. Yeah, sure. I want the old stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. No, it's just because it feels a lot more nostalgic. Like I guess so. Like because you always. Like when you're a kid, like I listen to that that junk all the time. Yeah. No. When it starts to get Christmas, my mom plays Christmas music. She would play it waking up in the morning, getting ready. Like So, so before when I was a kid and before I had like a brain mm-hmm. and knew how stuff really worked, I this one time my mom came home and she had this old Ford Escort, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like gray. Mm-hmm. Right. It looked kinda like Robocop. Is how I describe the color. It was like shiny and metal, like gunmetal gray. Yeah, but yeah, but it was like really, really shiny. It was yeah. really weird. But it had red tints in it, and the and the upholstery was red. It was so strange. <laughs> I don't know why I remember any of that, or it's important. But I guess we're just saying it. Right. So this one time, um, we were coming back home, mm-hmm. and we had just parked in our driveway, right? And yeah. she turned the key off, and we were listening to Christmas music. And then all of a sudden, I just heard this clop, 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 right? Like she and she turned the car off and everything, and it sounded like it sounded like inside the car to again my idiot little child brain yeah. that there were reindeer on our roof, yeah. right? <gasps> little did I know, if I had just opened the car door, it wouldn't have gotten the last like ten seconds of whatever song we were listening to. Yeah. So. But I remember thinking, oh my gosh, Santa's here. But it was not even close to Christmas my yet. Mom it was swears, probably like a few days away. My mom swears up and down that <clears throat> Santa Claus peeked his head in her room while she was sleeping and then no. told her to shh. I said, Mom, you no. know the secret. <laughs> you are the secret. Right. I don't know. She just swears up and down. But So, have I told you about my dad and that movie Violent Night? No. So, we were, you know, went to my grandma's funeral, like, a few couple of weeks ago. Right. And Violent Night's that new... Yes. It looks da- awesome. It looks amazing. I want to see it. That David Harbour movie, yes. where he's, like, Santa Claus and beating the living crap out of people. Yeah. Excuse me, terrorists. He's not... He's beating people up that deserve He's beating it. up bad guys. He's, yeah. And so, my dad was like, that's just so sad. That's And I was like, what are you talking about? He's just like, they just shouldn't be making movies like that. And I thought he was going to say something like, Christmas doesn't mean that, or it's this or that. And he just goes, all those little kids are just going to know that Santa Claus isn't real. And I was like, he's like, that's going to give a bad impression of Santa Claus. I was like, Daddy, that's a great impression of Santa Claus. That movie is rated R. I very seriously hope that there are no small children (laughs) going to see that. And he was just like, I don't know, they could. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Either way, this that's the, the Santa Claus I want my kids to like, know. Come the, on. This is the difference between me and you, man. <laughs> Jeez. It was so, oh my gosh. so weird. Um, that movie looks awesome. <clears throat> but I think my favorite is probably a toss-up. And we're going to have to decide it. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to help me. Okay. It's probably a toss-up be- between a Charlie Brown Christmas that uh, yes. Vince Guaraldi... Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the O Tannenbaum, like mm. that. Oh, okay. The song is great. I mean, it's just a boo, 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 oh, boo, boo, yeah, that song. That's, uh, that and, is great. I mean, anytime you hear that, if 
let's say I go on Apple, like, let's say I go on iTunes, mm-hmm. and they don't drop that song in there, if it's like, this is like some sort of random generated Christmas album that yeah. they put out, then I'm like, you got no credibility. For sure. It, no, that's a that's a staple. That's It, it does feel, <sighs> it feels like Christmas when I hear that song. Right. I don't think about that one a lot. I freaking love that so, I mean, we'll get into this later, and I'm just going to touch on this very briefly. But my other one is John Williams' Home Alone score, mm-hmm. where it's just the main theme to yeah. Home Alone. Okay. I, yeah. I think it is drop-dead amazing. No, it's good. I and, agree. <clears throat> and I don't know why it ended up being two kind of like orchestral things. Mm-hmm. That's, well, maybe that says something about you. Maybe it does. But, I mean, I love all those classic songs, right. too. But... Um, I don't know. I guess it's probably just apropos that I feel more about these movies that I probably watched. Probably. Uh, that probably is it. Yeah. See, mine was some song from the 80s and yours is... No, but I mean, my songs are mostly from the 60s. That yeah. Vince Guaraldi song is like 66. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like it, I, I have no problem with the era. Yeah. It's just all about that. I think the tempo mm-hmm. and then... The way those songs are sung are like really important. The the your two picks, like especially the Charlie Brown one. Yeah, it that one feels very heartwarming, right? Ish, like, and I feel like Christmas is is that sure. You know, like, I mean, you it's can the just, time of year. You can just feel it in your bones. You really can, and you know, I feel like that's how it is with, I mean, most holidays, but Christmas is. It's a different animal. It's just so. Do you do you ever find it. yourself being around people that aren't sentimental about Christmas? Yeah, and, and, and I'm not saying that Grinches. I'm not a blubbering idiot about Christmas. I just think it's just a fun time of year. Yes. People are in a little bit better mood. Mm-hmm. Like people that do do on Christmas. The, right. You shouldn't be playing Christmas music yet. You shouldn't be yada yada yada. I was yada. like, first Ugh. off, first off, let me live my own life. Right. I mean, I don't need you to police anything that I I'm doing, especially if it's something as people. stupid as when or when I do not right. listen to Christmas I know music. Plenty of people like <clears throat> these old women on Facebook that I know that I should have removed like months ago. <laughs> they'll be like, hmm already playing christmas music in the store smh it's like i don't care what you have to say keep that to yourself and some people are like that about the snow too right it's like okay i can understand that a little bit more yeah but like stop taking the happiness out of it for everybody else and and that's the whole point i'm like why is all that we do find faults with this right like that doesn't make any sense that's the complete opposite of like everything in this season right I, I agree with that, and yet at the same time, I understand that it can be difficult. And right? People have, absolutely. People have real life stuff that interferes with that, mm-hmm. and my circumstances are not their circumstances. Right. But at the same time, that, that the, applies with all the time the too. The people that complain the most about Christmas are not the ones that are like having hardships right? right like i don't know if i can buy toys for my kids right you or know this ha- brings back some memories of somebody who's passed away <clears throat> right or like it's usually just people who who are caring oh, oh i'm just mad about god knows what yeah like i'm, I'm just like, a miserable person who wants to be mad about christmas and i'm going to bring everyone else down exactly me. like we're two ships going down as hard as the titanic no thanks it, it's just i'm not i I and I'm not even again. I'm not up Christmas's butt. Right. All right. I like it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not. 
I'm not worshiping Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's important to do stuff like that, but I think it's at least a, a, an important time of year right. to really sit back and be like, man, I have it really good. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I have so well, regardless much. Regardless if we don't have enough, I, like, be again, thankful for what we do have. Again, I am just talking about myself. Right. That's all I can do. Yeah, like, absolutely. All I, I can say is I have been given so much, yeah. and I am so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I get to spend it with these people around me. Yep. And I want to make it better for them and not worse. I just spit all over my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> um, so I, I think that's the hardest part. It, is. it seems like sometimes those people would just be like, you know what? I just want everybody to be miserable like me. Right. And, and, and I don't want, it, regardless of the time of year, I don't want anybody doing that. No. <clears throat> and, and there's so many people that are like that anyways that are just so miserable about oh, where yeah. they are that they want to bring everybody else down. I know. But, but you know, that's life. But <laughs> that was a gigantic side tangent right. about which one of these two songs is better. <laughs> we went all the way over there from that. We did. You know what? That's what happens. I Hey, man, that's fine. I'm fine with it. But if I was to lean toward one, like... The only thing I can do, if I have to put one song on, I think it would be the Home Alone theme. Yeah. I mean, you said usually what you got on your in your house is the Home Alone This time of year? Yeah. It's all the time. Yeah. And my wife is literally just, do you want me to put that Home Alone soundtrack on for you? And I'm just like, yes, yeah. please. please. And I will listen that. to the whole thing. Yeah, sure. And to the people at home that don't believe me about this Home Alone soundtrack, we're going to get into this a little bit. It's like one of the best Christmas albums that's ever been put to disc or out in the air or on a record. You will die on that hill. Ever. Ever. It is John Williams like at his absolute finest. I need to actually listen to the whole thing. You should. Outside but I mean, of the context but, of the movie. But you already have a basis of hearing it. Sure. But like that's the crazy part about it is how well it goes in there. Yeah. If it's, but, that music fits great with that movie. But we can get into that later. Right. But I, again, love both of those and those. But I think it's that Home Alone. That Home Alone theme is my favorite. Absolutely. Uh, it's just so, like, it's just so, like, ethereal. And, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, shenanigans going on mm-hmm. in that song, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't know... Like, it, you can tell that this song's, like, kind of a little jerk in the back. Like, mm-hmm. I know he's up to no good. Like, he's kind of, like, sweet and, like, nice up front. But he's a little turd in the back yeah. of his mind, you know? Yeah. He's no. going to get up into some nonsense. <clears throat> you great. can just tell. It is. It's, it's really playful. It's a perfect It's a perfect setup for that movie. It is. Because it is very playful up front, but it's also very sort of whimsical. Mm-hmm. and. Yes has a lot of mystery in it mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's also like a little bit of magic sprinkled in right you know yeah no it's that christmas magic that, the, it's all about that christmas magic i mean there is a shot in that movie and again we're getting nowhere i don't want to get too right let's that. just let's let's go into <clears throat> i kind of found a little segue there you're talking about how playful that song is let's do Another thing that we get with yeah, you got it right. Another thing that we get around Christmas is some some new toys. Yes, as children, nowadays sort of get socks and stuff like that. 
maybe some money. I don't know. I got a new phone and a, that's a, that's a new toy. A new watch this year. I, I to be fair, my old phone was shattered. Yeah. So I had to get. I got a lot of Dungeons and Dragons books and, this and year. Like we talked about last week, I, my birthday is dangerously close right. to Christmas, so I always get a new tattoo. Yeah, and those are usually about the extent of the gifts that you I said get. you got that set up right. I do. That's I what's up. It. I did get it. That's set awesome. Up. Uh, I got a taker and a time, and I've got some ideas. Like one is just point blank. Like I'm going to get this. Yeah. I really don't want a whole lot of interpretation about mm-hmm. it. Uh, you plan on getting some color? No. Okay. No, it'll just be straight black and white. Okay. I, at some point, I could like yeah. maybe put a little bit of color. It'd be like, kind of cool if you did that one picture you were showing us last week, and then oh, just that is ha- it. Just had the red on and, his, and that's and that's what I thought. Yeah, like that would just be a cool. little bit, but at, at the same time, like I really don't know if I want to do. Yeah, that. that's fair. So I love that art so much. It's awesome, and all that Eastman and Laird like original ninja turtle art and and the stuff that they're doing now is good yeah it's really good but Mm. like all that original stuff is just so i don't know it's just breathtaking yeah like my brother got me my brother got me the first novel yeah uh the first graphic novel in the Mm -hmm. ninja turtle like lineup and it's like one through like 10 yeah right and a gigantic hardback Mm -hmm. and that thing is immaculate um but it's so it's just so different. Yeah, I, I, it is. I it's, it's a little more gritty and a little more adult, really. <laughs> right. And I mean, that Ninja Turtles could probably segue perfectly into our next question, yeah. which is, what was your favorite Christmas present that you Gosh. ever got? And that's ever, like, across the board. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to go first. You want me to go? I yeah, can. go ahead. I, <clears throat> I'll think a little bit. I would have to say... I'm always going to throw a few out there because I just want everybody to get a basis of what we're talking about right. and where we're coming from with this. But I would say one of the best, when I was a kid, oh man, this is so tough. I, I mean, I love the stuff like that my parents got me. I would have to say it was probably... Ooh. Probably that nin- that first Nintendo that we ever got. Because we got that on Christmas. My parents had it like set up mm-hmm. and running whenever that we stuff got up. so good. And the cr- this is the funniest part about this story. Is my parents set this thing up, right? And they played it like all night. <laughs> like, and that is not an exaggeration. That is my... <laughs> That is my mom and dad telling me that. That the, <laughs> they played it for a really, really, really long time. Uh, and, of course, that's the original one with, like, Duck Hunt yeah. and, like, Super Mario. Mm-hmm. And then later we would get Mike Tyson. Yes. So, I don't I don't always count Super Mario as being the first ga- video game I ever played. Yeah. Uh, I guess I always forget that it should be. Yeah. Because whenever I say one, it's always Mike Tyson's punch out. Right. But that maybe that's the first one that really, uh, you know, made an impact on you. Yes, absolutely. But, like, some other notable highs were... My parents got me a Red Rider BB gun. Oh, Which was, yeah. you know, that's like a staple. It is. And you're also watching A Christmas Story a lot. Yeah. And that is obviously, you know, front and center and mm-hmm. everything that that movie's doing. Right. <clears throat> uh, 
an assortment of Ninja Turtle toys. Yeah. Now, I'm on record as, you know, Ninja Turtles were my favorite toy lineup that mm-hmm. has ever existed. I... But the I think one of the other coolest ones is they got us the USS Flag, that mm-hmm. G.I. Joe battleship. Yeah. And they put... Uh, it's crazy, like, <laughs> the amount... It's crazy to me that parents want to say that there's no, there's a Santa Claus. Yeah. Especially when they're young. I, I would not do that. I, if I had a kid... And I was like, yeah, this strange fat man that's wearing red is going to come down our chimney. Tons of cookies and milk all night from eat, all these houses. Eat our food and then leave you things? I, I don't know. I just don't think I could do it as a parent. I don't know how I feel. I'm probably going to tell my kids there's a Santa. Just I couldn't do it. I, I want my kid to be the kid that spoils it for everybody. <laughs> if... I had a kid. Different strokes, different folks. Hey, man, I'm just telling y'all how I think. Yeah, that's, that's what safe. that's what you'll come to the show that's for. Right. Exactly. I'm not gonna pull my punches. No, there's no point. <laughs> no, you might as well leave if you're gonna pull your punches. I know exactly, but I I don't know. I just as a parent, if I got up as a kid and I was just like Santa came, Santa's the best. Look at all this stuff Santa got us, and in the back of your head, these parents are just like, this is bullcrap. I did all this. <laughs> But then again, those parents that are letting their kids think it's Santa also did that knowingly. I know. I know. So, I mean. And maybe it's just one of those things where they just want this to be like, you know, this little Christmas magic in yeah. there. I don't know. I can't. I can't get behind that idea. That's fine. I, I think, Not everybody But can. I think that parents should want that gratitude. Maybe. Like, yeah. hey, I did this for you. You know? Yeah. Like, don't thank this old fat dude. <laughs> right? I did this for you. <laughs> Right? I mean, yeah, sure. But I feel like whenever I was like, it it was always weird because the stuff that my parents got me was like the stuff that I really wanted, Yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the stuff that my grandparents got me, I was just like, man, Santa Claus would have just missed the point on this one or something. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I figured that out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, You know. It just didn't make sense. Why would he drop presents off for me at two different places? Wait, Okay. Your parents had presents from your grandparents at Santa's, too? So, we would have Christmas morning at our house, usually, Mm -hmm. right? And then we would go to my grandparents, like, a day or something after, right? And then we would have presents there. And they'd be from Santa there? Uh, yeah. It didn't make make sense. Yeah, no, that don't make sense. It didn't make... I was like, Santa knows where I live. If he knows all this other crap about me, then... He knows I don't live at that house. Yeah. I, I just had one Santa visit for, at my parents. My mom would always make me a little note, and then she would make it smell like peppermint and like all this stuff. Like, I really believe in Santa, dude. Sure. Oh, like, I think it was now, the story that I just told about my dad, apparently was vastly important that I believed in Santa I know, Claus. right? So... I believe I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight. I believed in the Easter Bunny. Oh, we did the Tooth Fairy. We did all that crap. And, and as soon as... I mean... And then when my mom told me that the Tooth Fairy wasn't real, and then that the Easter Bunny wasn't real, I still believed in Santa. And then, eventually, I was just like, yeah, Santa's not real. No. Yeah. I eventually, you just have to put two and two together. Yeah, eventually, it just sets in. <clears throat> and I, I'm not into that, oh, I did the math, he couldn't do that. Yeah. I'm like, if Santa is magic. Yeah, he can do he whatever he wants. He can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. But, no. Sadly... Sadly, kids that are listening right now, Santa's not real. But that that those toy lineups that 
the Ninja Turtles were putting out in the late 80s and early 90s were phenomenal. They're great toys. I had I had a I had a little collection of them cuz my dad, you know, kept some of his from yeah. when he was a kid or we had got some from <clears> some <throat> yard sales and stuff. Um and I had some He-Man and some stuff from him too. I actually so. have a lot of originals oh, still. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And those they're probably not worth any money, but not really. <clears throat> Just depends. I think if you had them in a box, it, it was it so be. mass produced that it probably would not matter. Yeah, it would be probably worth money in like even those more years. even those boxed ones. Yeah, not that much money. Yeah, maybe like forty or so. I I, I mean I've seen like a package Raphael for like fifty bucks. Yeah, and that's like an original lineup. So like the original lineups that had like squishy heads. Yep, you know. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, after the first run, they stopped making them like rubbery. Yeah, they were all they were plastic, plastic then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how you can tell. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I've seen one that's like rubber head, that's not a re-release because yeah. they've been re-releasing a lot of that stuff. I know I had a couple of those <laughs> ones that you could ch- change into a turtle and yeah. change it into uh, yep. just a ninja turtle. Yeah, Th- those are kind of cool, I guess. I don't, but like I think the ones that people would shell them out money for would be those original lineups. Yeah. And I think the most expensive one is April. And I think the most I've ever seen her getting sold for is like 150 bucks. Her in that yellow suit with the... Heck yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what I... I really don't know what my uh, absolute favorite Christmas present was. I got a record player one year. That was That's really cool. cool. Um, I just really enjoyed listening... Really do enjoy listening to music on vinyl. I think um, it just adds a whole nother... Yep, that crackle noise that you got. Yeah, ah, I just love that. It's like an all-around sound. It is, and it sounds wi- like it's a wider. Yeah, just definitely. It's ah, just it's sonically a completely different like sound spectrum. Absolutely, I, I really <clears throat> thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, of course, the game consoles I got for Christmas—that's cool. I think the reason I said Nintendo is because like that was one of those things where I was like, oh. Because I got this, it changed my life. Right. Well, see, I think for you guys in your generation, like that's such a spectacle. Yep. Gaming was new, and and for me, it was like oh, I've played games before. Yeah. Even though I'm thankful for this game game console. Yeah. Like, it feels different because it's like, oh, I'm just getting a new generation console versus, oh, this is completely new to me. I mean, there was stuff that like we would get that wasn't just inside things. It would have been like considered outside things. Like this one year, like we both got sets of rollerblades, like stuff like that was, that was like a gift that I used a lot. I got a bike one year. That was really cool. Like Um, I used those rollerblades so much. Like I literally had to change tires out. Dang. Like I had to get new ones because they were literally, it, you know, usually it was kind of like straight and then goes into a rounded tire and it turned into a V. Gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know if that was just our driveway. We had a paved driveway. Yeah. And it was, there was smooth tar on it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't rough. No. So I don't know what the you just deal with that. things out. I guess so. I mean, I got a skateboard one year. Yeah. That was really cool. I definitely got a skateboard. Um, And I never learned to skateboard. <laughs> I just learned how to ride and do an ollie in the grass. I always hated being on that skateboard. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I did get a BB gun one year. Yeah. Um. I've got countless action figures throughout. Sure. Legos were probably my absolute favorite things to get because 
I mean, maybe it did kind of take the fun out of it, but my parents always had it set up in there for me. Yep. But I, that would make that made me believe in Santa a little more. <laughs> like I was like, what? See, a, f- a friend of mine, he collects Lego. Yeah. And they are in his basement, like the way that people would have you know screws organized yeah. like in those little pull-out oh shelves. my gosh that's awesome by color that's so cool it's nuts though i gotta go there now <laughs> oh yeah it's something though that but he has awesome. got everything i believe it. like his him and his family have been to legoland like many oh, times i want to go we have talked ad nauseum about the lego idea line because mm-hmm. that is like hands down my favorite thing about awesome lego line. um the people at home don't know this like there were like random builders that would just be people like me and Gage, mm-hmm. and they would build a set and they would send it into Lego and they would be like, I would like to submit this. So, like, so this could be something that you guys actually manufacture. Yeah. And one of them was Home Alone. They're doing the office. Yeah. They did Jaws. Yeah. Which, gosh, that thing is so good. Mm-hmm. They did the DeLorean. <laughs> They've done the Ghostbusters. Yep. Uh, I think they even did the the Firehouse too, but they did. They did that and they also did the car, that yes. one. Um countless things. I and it, it's it's like the reason I think it's so good is because like Lego gets those ideas and then they really like revamp them and yeah. turn them into this thing is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So like that Lego house, that mm-hmm. Lego like home alone house Mm -hmm. is full of all these details from the movie like down to like pictures on the wall yeah down to like the way this bed looks down to the wallpaper Mm -hmm. it's crazy so like one of the windows like you know how kevin sets up like a trap by his tree right where he just puts all those glass ornaments on the on (laughs) on the floor and all those micro machines (laughs) um well it's not micro machines there but he he throws a bunch of obviously just sharp stuff yeah so that marv who's taking his shoes off Mm -hmm. can step on it and just cut his glass his feet to shreds yeah um there is literally pieces that come in it that are like toys and then like little ball like little like um ornament looking like ornament like it's just those little circular discs Mm -hmm. you know that you stamp on like into a stud Mm mm-hmm that's all it is and then but it looks like those pieces that sit next to the tree it is so creative that's so great and Uh, like yeah even with that like how great that house looks on the outside yeah like that makes me think of the lego city line yes and like not only the lego city line but their town like yeah lines where it looks like a cityscape yeah there's just Lego so, City is by far and away my second favorite. Yeah, Lego City's line. great. There's everything they do is interesting. It is. It's it's almost like they have their own little lore in there yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I think Lego is probably my favorite Christmas present. Is there one in particular? I got this Lego Bionicle set once. Okay. And it was it was just so cool cuz me and my dad used to play this Bionicle game on the uh, PS2 all the time. And and I just got a it was like a big Bionicle castle. Yeah. It was so cool. And the Indiana Jones. I got the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull <laughs> Lego set. And it was so cool. So did you ever get something like the Death Star of the Millennium Falcon? I got the Harry Potter castle. Oh, gosh. That was really That's cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Scott, he has the Death Star, and that mm-hmm. thing is enormous. Huge. But, dude, it is... It is a spectacle, though. Yeah, it, it's I mean crazy. that Millennium Falcon, I think, is bigger. Yeah, I think it is. I did get a Millennium Falcon toy, an older one. Yeah, um, but the the top comes off of yeah. it and everything. Yeah, that is an actual like 
legit Star Wars like first run yeah. of toys. Because mm-hmm. I've seen friends of mine buy that outside of a toy show before the before the toy vendor even got into yeah. the show. Hey, hey! No, he. I mean, we were leaving, and the guy was like, "Hey, I got some stuff in here," and he was just like, "Oh, what do you got?" He's like, "Oh, Millennium Falcon." He's like, "Oh." <laughs> Yeah, it's. It, it, I, I played with a lot of Star Wars toys too growing up. So, and I got some tech deck stuff too, like right. the little fingerboard skateboards. I like that. Yeah, a lot. that would have been your generation, yeah. wouldn't it? No, that was fun. But awesome. Overall, that's probably some of my favorite Christmas presents. <sighs> okay, so we're getting down to the. Let's get into the. Let's get into. Let's it. get into the, the big. Let's get into the nitty gritty. I, me and Gage came up with this topic, and before you guys get mad at us and say, you guys never say what your topics are, <laughs> which we kind of do. Um, this is our top five Christmas movies. Yes. And, <clears throat> and I think we each have some honorable mentions as well. I, we don't, I mean, we don't have to do that. Yeah. I, think, I feel like we're probably good with that. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like that would probably just elongate it a ton. It would. It would. <clears throat> Unless we just name off our two honorable mentions real fast. I don't even know what mine would be really. I got mine. Okay, what are they? Elf. Okay. And the Polar Express. The Polar Express. I would say something like... I would say A Christmas Story. That's an honorable mention yeah, for you. Yeah, it's not on my list. Okay, okay. Not even close. I mean, it's close, but it's not even close to the top. That's why five. it's an honorable mention. Yeah. And then I would say maybe... Dang. I don't know. Like, maybe, like, the Rudolph special or okay, something. yeah, that's good. I mean, I grew up watching that. I hate it now. <laughs> but, I, I no, I'll say The Grinch. I'll say How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. And the Jim Carrey one, not the cartoon. Okay, that's fair. It is, that is exactly what I'll say. And I'll be right about that. <laughs> we can, uh, I say we start with our lowest and go to our highest. Okay. Um, but I say, I think we should bounce off each other, so, like. Absolutely. I'll, okay, so, I'll go first. Since <laughs> you go you first. Went, you went first last right. time, I'll, uh. Age Before Beauty. Actually. Yeah, that's, that's right. Not, actually, it's not how it's working this time. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is A Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Okay. Um, I love that movie. Uh-huh. It is very nostalgic for me. Yeah. We watch it every year. Of course. Because um, it's on all the time. Right. But, you know, it's Again, that's not a knock again. It's the, I think that movie is hysterical. Yeah. You got the... The leg lamp. You got yes. the dad. Oh, dude, the cussing is by far my favorite part. I don't even think it's close. No, yeah. like to this day, me and Rachel do the thing where the kid, the uh, the mom calls Schwartz's mom. Yeah, and it's just like, hey, did you hear where he's what? heard this? What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it is so freaking funny. Do you know where he learned it from? Oh, well, I assume his father. Um, yeah, I mean those. I, I think that movie is unassailable. I yeah, think it is. It's a great movie. I think it is perfect in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I think the. <clears throat> I think it's my number five because of the amount of times I've seen it. Sure. And it's rough. And it's it's really shorter than I remember it, it being. Absolutely is. It's like eighty six minutes. It really is. And <laughs> like sometimes I can't even finish it. It, right, I've seen it so many times, so I I just can't put I can't justify putting it higher than five. So that's my five. I, I can't argue that. And and by the way, like let's put. I think a Christmas movie is a movie that Christmas like. I don't think that Die Hard qualifies. Sure, I agree. I, I get that it is Christmas mm-hmm. time, but there is a gigantic difference between 
this is a story that's happening during Christmas right. and Christmas being front and center. Right. I think for it to, for it to qualify as a Christmas movie, it needs to be a Christmas movie right. about Christmas. Christmas. Absolutely. And so I'm going to have some selections here that people are probably going to struggle with. And they're we gonna, both will. They're going to stop me in the street with this problem. But, right? you know, as we've said in our prior top fives, this is our top My five. My opinion. Right. Not, this is the only thing that's true. Exactly. So, I can say this, and I can say with, Absolutely. A, with a great deal of confidence that I think Christmas Vacation is five for me. Okay. Um, and it's not because I hate it, and... I don't know if I watch that every year. And yeah. honestly, it's got like one of the funniest lines in a Christmas movie mm-hmm. ever when Chevy Chase is freaking out about not yeah. getting his bonus. That's and great. he said, it's going to be the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny freaking K. Yeah. You know, like that. I mean, I say that line all the time. Yeah. And it is always funny. Right. It's always funny. So I don't want to get into that one yet because it's going to be on my list. I figured. Um, um, but I, I would, I mean, what's some further reasons you put it so low? Because I just like everything else on this list so much more. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's the that's the only reason. That's fair. And I, again, think it's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's like the one movie where I really like, actually like Chevy Chase in normally. That's I, fair. Normally, I cannot stand him. Um, Beverly uh, Beverly D'Angelo is like doing some like gigantic heavy lifting in this. She's so good in yeah. it. And then Todd and Julie Louis, Louis Drivers as the snooty neighbors. Yeah. Is, oh, they're so great. Yes. Um, I. And again, I don't dislike this movie. It made it into my top five. That says something. But there's other stuff that I appreciate more. And that's fair. And I think, I will say this, one of the things that I think is aged so bad about this movie is the Christmas uh, cartoon intro and then the Christmas cartoon outro. I hate it. Boom. We're going to have some some fighting words after that's this podcast. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I hate it. I don't think it's needed. All right. That's fair. I, I I like it so much better when it's just getting into what's going on with these, mm-hmm. these people and these characters. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Everything, everything about it is great. Yeah. It is really great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I think if I was going to say like there's a standout scene in it is like probably the sled scene. It's hysterical. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say this, like it is like extremely uncomfortable watching that pool fantasy that he's having that yeah. naked lady yeah. with your parents or grandparents every year. It is. That is not, that is, an uncomfortable that scene. is not fun. No. Uh, it's so out of place and it so is. unnecessarily over the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that especially for what a lot of people say is the best Christmas movie ever made. Yeah. I, to me. I tend to forget about that scene. I know you do. And the thing that I remember in my head is I'm just like, gosh, man, I just think this is so uncomfortable. I've seen that and movie I would so ha- many times. If I was an editor on that movie, I would have edited right the crap out. Yeah. Because it's it, it doesn't do anything other than make Clark look like an abject pervert. Yeah, and it really a, doesn't. He do sucks already. You know. Wow, 
didn't, <coughs> I didn't think it really doesn't do anything for that. Other than, I, I mean, he's literally fantasizing about a woman that he met at that perfume counter. Yeah. While he's supposed to be getting a a, a gift for, for his, his wife. wife. And at some point, she, he is like staring at her butt. Yeah. <laughs> during that, with his kid standing there right that with was him. That's funny because he didn't know the kid it was is, right there. Oh, that is hysterical. Yeah, that, that scene's really funny. It's hysterical. But no, yeah, I, the pool scene, we, you could probably go without that scene. I knew it. I was literally thinking this was going to happen. It's turned off. Thank you, Alexa. Thank you, thank you, thank but, you. But, um, so. But that's my five. That's great. We will get into yours and right. where it's at. Um, wow. So my number four is How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Awesome. Um, I just love it. I think, and as as we both shared, Jim I Carrey, think that that is a modern classic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we've both shared that Jim Carrey is neither of our favorite actors in the oh, world. I hate him. Um, but he absolutely kills that. I, role. I think he crushes it. Um. The music in that movie is pretty good. Yeah, the set design is phenomenal. Oh, everything, everything in it, from the costumes to Whoville to the building the shape act- to the chosen. post office, absolutely. It's, I mean, all the way down to his cave or like the beard trimmer that he uses yes. to cut his beard when he's a little brat mm-hmm. kid. Uh, who is actually not even really being that big of a brat. No, he, he was just being himself and, and everybody else. Hurt. And everybody else was being sort of a dick. Yeah, he's very misunderstood. <clears throat> yeah. He's a very misunderstood. And you know what? He comes around. <laughs> yes. Oh, and he's awesome. The Grinch is a great guy. I think I, I love that movie. Yeah. And so you don't have to sell me no, on that I, at all. I, but, um, but like even even the thing where he picks the sleigh up at the end, yeah. it's so, <laughs> so believable. It is. And so... It, it I, always looks interesting. Yeah. You know, everything that's going on on camera is so good. It is, and the colors and everything. And that was, like, before, like, people got into this, we need to remake everything. Like, Absolutely. oh, I'm going to remake The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Or I'm going to remake this The Lion King. Which, that was good. <clears throat> the, I, did, I never saw that. That's Lion pretty King. good. I'm but, so glad that you think it's good, but, but um, I just wouldn't have spent time watching yeah, that's it. that's fair. And didn't, because that mo- that the original is... Drop Phenomenal. dead amazing. Yeah. Um, so, but when I do also really like the Grinch's beer belly in that movie, it's, it's so, pretty funny. So um, I mean, it's a phenomenal yeah, dog. The way acting. he walks around. And oh yeah, everything stomping. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the phenomenal dog acting. Yes, he is. Rest in peace. I think he's. I mean, well, I mean, that was over ten years ago, right? Looks a lot like the that, dog from Frasier as that well. Dog. Yeah, he's got to be. He's yeah. got to be. Sleeping with the but fishes. No, yeah, that's my number four. I, and, I, um, I can't argue that. Yeah. And and I mean, I'm not going to. Right, and I, it almost made your list. It, could, it, it was absolutely a, did. So, and, you know. and I'm glad at the last minute I was just like, oh yeah, I freaking love that movie. Yeah, it's good. So that's my number four. <clears throat> um, My number four is a little Bill Murray classic called Scrooge. Never seen it. <laughs> I need to watch it this year. So it's literally just a Christmas carol. But modern. It sounds great. So instead of being sort of this miserly, like, uh, a landlord yeah. who's like a slumlord in that movie, really, <laughs> he is a cable news uh, executive yeah. that is putting on Charles Dickinson or Dickens' um, Christmas Carol. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like crazy, over the top, violent. Mm-hmm. He's talking about like at some point, like stapling a mouse's antler, like a little pair of antlers to a mouse's head. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it, he sucks. Yeah. And 
you get to see why. Yeah. And but at the end of it, like unlike Ebenezer Scrooge, he gets back together with the woman that he was in love with before he kind of went down this like horrible path of yeah. becoming just uh completely insular and absolute absolutely selfishly abject like sort of dirt bag yeah you know mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it's really good mm-hmm. the effects in it are amazing uh at some point death shows up yeah. or, i mean it's the ghost of christmas future but but every time that he's ever portrayed it looks in a movie. like death yeah everybody knows that that scene death the only thing he doesn't ha- i think it does have a gigantic scythe in that movie um he uh at some point he opens up his cloak and he sees all these like just screaming people inside of this like skeleton rib cage because he's like oh very funny that's a great costume he opens it up and it's just like ah! <laughs> uh it's really good i'm gonna um, have to watch that this year it's so funny and i i actually watched it like a month ago yeah and rachel i don't think had ever seen it really and i don't really think she gets into a christmas carol which it's that's the reason it's on my list like it's mm-hmm. a good movie yeah but the christmas carol was gonna or a christmas carol was gonna represent some movie on my list whether yeah. it was like Did you a see muppet the christmas carol animated remake no it come out in like maybe 2012 i think is that the one where like i think it's on amazon right now it may be but that, it's very it's really good Maybe I should watch it. I mean, we just watched them up at Christmas Carol, and right. and then Scrooge like before that. So mm-hmm. I'm usually like good. Yeah. Uh, but it feels like a Tim Burton movie that mm-hmm. is you know sort of this holiday classic. Yeah. And it's really it's really a different kind of Christmas mu- movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I appreciate about it. Uh, Bill Murray's sort of like very sarcastic and sardonic in of it. Of course. But, and by the end of it, he's using, he's taking his enthusiasm actually trying to actually put goodwill back out there, which mm-hmm. I always appreciate. Like, yeah. I just think the story of Ebenezer Scrooge and, slash whoever is else, like, is in that role that's, you know. Right, because that is that is more or less just a folktale at this point that people use for... Yeah, I, I think it is one of the best. I 100% agree like, with you. I think it is hands down one of the best Christmas stories there, it, are, there are. Um. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, you know... There's nothing like being the worst person in the world and then coming full circle and seeing what you can do mm-hmm. to be better for right. the people around you. I think it's I think it's a beautiful story. It is. It's. It, <clears throat> I, I do... I often don't think of that movie, and uh, yeah. I think I think it's a really really good story. Yeah, regard like I know we're talking about Scrooge. Yeah. I've never seen Scrooge, but yeah. you know, but you've seen a you've seen I've a seen Christmas a Carol. Christmas Carol. I've seen probably the Christmas Carol. Oh, I've seen and the, we watched that one the other night. And Rachel was the, like, "This um, is hysterical." Uh, the Daffy Duck one, <clears throat> like the little bunny yeah. in that movie. She mm-hmm. was just like at one point, it was nighttime and people were starting to go to bed, and he was like sleeping underneath this like. Uh, like just sort of like a cart out in the middle of the street yeah. and he was just shivering and yeah. Rachel almost and she might have started crying yeah because she felt so bad for this puppet I love, bunny um anything by uh Jim Henson yeah Jim Henson yeah, yeah. and that I, was a Brian Henson movie I cannot believe that I completely left this on my list okay <sighs> something has just happened here folks 
Gage is. Have you ever seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? No. You please go watch that movie. It's a Jim Henson movie. Okay. It is one of the best Christmas movies I've ever seen. Okay. I, I'm not gonna put it. I'm not even gonna list it. It's an honorable mention at this point, but it is so good. So you everybody. had a third honorable. Mention. I do now. Okay, that's I, good. But it's it's a good one. Okay, Emmett Otter's. I mean, again, Christmas. anything that Henson does, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. sure. We watched uh, like that Sesame Street documentary, and mm-hmm. the man's just a straight up genius. Yeah, like the way that nobody else was. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have He's to great. sell me any more than no, saying that. Budget. Um, but, no, that's, but that's four. That's that's solid, that's solid pick. <laughs> yep, I need to watch that movie. Um, yes, uh, it is great. So my number three, um, we watched. It's been a while since I've watched this, but we watched this not long ago when we went over to Brad and Ariel's house. Jingle all the way. Okay, I love, I love it. Uh, it's <laughs> totally really, love it. It's that's hilarious. my third honorable mention. Your third honorable mention. Yes, you got three, and yeah, I got three. That's fair. Um, but no, it, it's hilarious. People, I've heard people argue that that is not a Christmas movie. That That's is a load of crap. abject it, blasphemy. No, it doesn't make any sense. It literally takes place on Christmas Eve, and it the, Christmas is everywhere. Everywhere. That's all it's there, about. There I got to get this Christmas. Literally, toy for my a kid. freaking reindeer in it. Literally, I forget <clears throat> about the hilarious one-liners. Yeah, <laughs> and the play between Sinbad and. Uh, and Arnold, Arnold is yeah, the best. It's really good. But I will say this, like Phil Hartman playing a world class scuzzball in that yeah, movie. The neighbor? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Sucks so bad. Hey, and, hey, all right. And, and when just, <laughs> stop eating my cookies. Put the cookie down. Eat my Christmas cookies. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in my house? It was I mean, when Rita Wilson finally like karate chops him in the throat yeah <laughs> it's so but honestly like you're watching that whole movie and you're just like dude arnold's gonna beat this guy to death yeah he's and he breaks in his house to steal the toy <laughs> oh my gosh um, that is just such a good movie no it, from... it's it, so the part where that picked up on like this new trend where i don't know if it was like in time for tickle me elmo but where parents are just doing crazy stuff to get yeah. toys for their kids yeah. it picked that up and ran with it yeah to the point where you know at some point arnold says or is it sinbad that screams he has a bomb yeah. no yeah they went so they go into a a <laughs> radio a post, host uh, okay thing. i thought it was a post office and, no he's sinbad's character is a post Postal, office worker but they go to a post office at some point i think right? so yeah okay. but they went to a radio to pick up the Turbo the Man. Turbo Man. Both Turbo Man. time. Turbo. <laughs> but he's like, and like, it's basically a Unabomber it's joke. Crazy. Um, it's the craziest like, thing that's I ever been. I have a package been. bomb. <laughs> it's and crazy. He's like, and it turns out that's not a bomb. Yep. And then the cops show up. Yep. And then he says it again that he has a bomb. And that time it was real. <laughs> so, yeah. He, he, he doesn't actually kill anyone in that movie. The bomb just makes smoke on their faces. Right. But, right. If this was realistic, he would yeah. have killed about eight police officers. And I mean, it would have been like, you know, a federal crime yeah, at that point, too. But, no, um, I love that movie. And then, let's talk about the <clears throat> fact that Big Show's in that movie. Because he's one of the elves. He's yeah, he's one of the Santa Claus. Santa Claus. That was, okay. he went, they went to that um, fake Santa yes. factory where yes. they were making all those fake toys. Yes. And then they gets busted by the cops. Yeah. That's, it's crazy. You're up. 
It, that's I've, and that one cop that like he keeps like destroying you know yeah. like he like burns his hands with that coffee yeah <laughs> yeah because I'm pretty sure the bomb blows up in his hands so that's why they're bandaged at yeah. the end mm-hmm. that is right because <laughs> oh he was like I was on the bomb squad for so many years oh, yeah. I got this oh, he picks man. up and it blows up that's yeah. a that, no, it's a that is a super solid movie. That's my that's my pick for number I think, three. It's just I very fun. I think it just didn't make my list because I don't I, outside of it being like good. I don't know if like there's anything that's really like standing out in it. Mm-hmm. That's fair, but still really it's just good. A fun it's movie. a really good Christmas yeah. movie. That's my number three. It's crazy to me that they made a sequel to that. And I'm uh, pretty Larry sure the cable Larry guy. the yeah. freaking cable Which guy. Which just so it. happens, he's not Southern at all in real life. I know. Old Dan Whitney. Yeah. Stupid so. turd. Anyways. Turd of a man. <laughs> um, um, that brings me to my number three. And it's funny that ours are like this because they are almost adjacent with people saying that it's not a Christmas movie. But my pick for three is gremlins okay yeah i don't even think it's close um which it's been a long time since i've watched gremlins but dude this movie is so good i i was in love with gizmo as a kid i of, of course i wanted one but like everything and, and i've seen this movie a lot in my life yeah. right i probably seen this movie more than ghostbusters like mm-hmm. it was that important to me that and Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 is maybe better I've than this. I've never seen Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 is so good. Yeah. Um, but, to like, again, to people at home that would say... It's a Christmas present anyway. Yes. Right? So, like, to people at home... I was just about to tackle that. Oh. To people at... I mean, you're, you're good. <laughs> to people at home that would say this isn't a Christmas movie, like, it starts out with a man buying a Christmas present for his son... Like two or three days before Christmas, there is snow and Christmas trees and wreaths everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot, like, there are literally at one point caroling gremlins. Yeah. Some of them are wearing Santa hats, yeah. destroying police cars, shooting, <laughs> shooting other gremlins in the face with guns. Yeah. But it is such a Christmas movie. It's a classic there is, movie. There's Christmas everywhere in it and then all that coming down boiling down to that phoebe kate's monologue about her dad coming down the christmas tree dressed as santa and getting killed Mm -hmm. and it's just a showstopper yeah no that's Uh, a great movie it's i need to go revisit that one and we talked about dog acting earlier Mm -hmm. i think that the dog acting in gremlins is it's so good, man. It, it's really impressive to me whenever they just get a dog to act that way. I know, right? I just, I don't understand. Yeah. It, it's crazy how smart animals are. The, the I think the scene that stands out the most, and there's a lot of good ones, like when, <laughs> when he, when he, you know, dives into that pool and yeah. then all those gremlins come out of the, like out yeah. of the darkness. You're just like, you know, seeing that for the first time as a little kid, your just brain explodes. Yeah. You're like, what is happening? It's pretty um, scary seeing it as a it's kid. It's crazy. And then like, he literally tries to kill someone with a chainsaw. Like it, that movie is ultra violent it for really being what it is. And, and the script, Christopher Columbus wrote this script. Mm-hmm. It's a Joe Dante movie. And Joe Dante is a legend of a director that directed like the howling and piranha like all these very famous movies and spielberg naturally picked up on him and 
clued in on him as being like a very important and talented person mm-hmm. and he was right and but Christopher Columbus wrote that movie yeah. right and at some point they're like built like when the mom comes downstairs they mm-hmm. rewrote a ton of this when the mom comes downstairs <clears throat> she is supposed to go back up and I, like in the original script, like I, her head is supposed to roll down the stairs. <laughs> oh like it, it's nuts. Like what, how dark it really was yeah. and the, on paper and then like them scaling it back. But even then at some point there's like a lady, the, the evil lady that is basically the Ebenezer Scrooge of their town yeah. gets launched out of her window yeah. <laughs> and murdered by the, by that gremlins because they fiddle with her little like upstairs cart and turned it yeah. into a rocket sled. Maybe that's why they don't want to claim the fact that it's a Christmas movie because it's such a violent like just. Yeah, but it's again, there's it's Christmas centered. Christmas threw though. up everywhere on that movie. It's everywhere and yeah you can't absolutely. tell me that it's not mm-hmm, and I, it, I mean it ends with like a gigantic shot of like this valley snow-covered like valley that's like pristine christmas yeah it, it is it's a christmas <clears throat> movie. oh it absolutely is and but it, it it is by far and away had to make my list so absolutely. but is, it there are two other movies that i like better that's a solid number three i love it so I guess we'll get into my number two. Let's do it. Um, my number two is Home Alone one, the first Home Alone. <laughs> okay. Um, I have some presumptions about your list. Yep. So maybe should we potentially hold off on on too much talk on that or? Um. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, my number two is like drastically different from that okay so that's fair. i really like home alone um so we can, i mean we can get into I, it i will say you know i'll say why i put it at two it, it it has over time became one of my favorites right um you know the first couple of times i saw it i really liked it i didn't have anything against it sure like, but I, it wasn't i wasn't crazy over it you know right. um but the more i watched it and the more i grew up watching it i was like this movie's so good. Yeah. Um, I, I think what is kind of undersold about it is how good uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are in yeah. that movie. They they really make it for mm-hmm. me. Sure. Uh, I think that uh, Catherine O'Hara is awesome mm-hmm. in it. Uh, but um, this movie is higher for me, so I am going to say less about okay. it. Okay. Understandable. But no. But you go ahead. It, uh, it just it but it slowly creeped up my crept right. up my list. Um, music, characters, um, right, just acting in general. Yeah, the Christmas feel. It's just it's just a great movie. I, um, I I have heard people have the worst take on this, and they say that it is a home invasion movie. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Like, yeah, but it is. It is so obviously a christmas movie right yeah well i've never heard the take that it's not a christmas movie i think that's from people that just are like i, I don't know either have some sort of axe to grind against just it. those people that we were talking about earlier right sometimes i think like there is a kid that is at the center of it and people don't like that maybe i don't know I, you, I have no problem with Macaulay Culkin right. in that movie. I like Macaulay Culkin. He, in that he's movie. actually pretty good. No, he is for, for being as young as he mm-hmm. was. He was great in that movie. <clears throat> but 
I, but you keep going. Like nah, I said, that's really what I had to say. That's my number two. It's okay. Um, uh, my number two is Elf. Wow, and, yeah. I, dude, I did not think that would be on your list at all. Yeah, it's. I I think that it is the best modern, like, and when I say modern, like, out of the nineties. Wow, Christmas movie that has been made like I've, ever. I put that as an honorable <laughs> mention. I do love that movie. I know. And um, I, I think that it is so funny. It is a funny movie. I, I think that the the strongest part about it is the beginning, and Will Ferrell is just so... He's just throwing 100 miles an hour he in is, it. And, you know, that's one of the movies of his that he's putting 150% oh, yeah. of him yeah. in that character, yeah. which he does that most of the time. Yeah. He he rarely misses. Yeah, and he does not. I love Will Ferrell. I, I do too. And the thing that is so good about it, though, is how sincere he is without <laughs> without crossing the line into being like, this is a parody of what I'm right. doing. It, it, it's obviously got some little hints of that. Right. But, but it's but, not a satire at right. all. And he's so into it. And it's juxtaposed against James Caan, mm-hmm. and who's supposed to be his dad in that oh. movie, who is just objectively terrible. Yeah, you know, I mean, we said it up. We said it a lot, but like, you know, A Christmas Carol has a base for all these movies that we're talking about. There's always sort of a gross, disgusting dirtbag yeah, in them. There is, and he is the dirtbag in that movie. He is, and there's no no reason for it no. either. Uh. I think some really big highlights are the beginning, mm-hmm. any of the stop motion animation. Yeah. Anytime you put that in a movie, I'm always going to love when it. When they mix stop motion with live action, it's so good. Wonderful. When the, I mean, I say that, hey, buddy, hope you yeah. find your... I mean, I say that all the time. The, and it, I mean, and that is a movie that came out in 2004, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it hasn't even been out 10 years and it's just so rapidly like kind of like washed up in the yeah. the, the christmas lexicon mm-hmm. that those little things are just ingrained now right i mean there are so many just <sighs> well-known scenes in that right. movie I agree. like the when Santa, right? Like that whole thing. Santa. I know him. Yeah. I know him. And then just like him eating the cotton balls in the yeah. doctor's office and yeah. the spaghetti he made. Oh yeah, and jumping like trampolining into the tree. Yeah, and don't forget about the entire Lego city they destroy. Yeah. Oh, Ouch! Yeah. Well, but then like there's the amazing parts where he does that entire like Christmas setup. Yeah, in that gimbals mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible. It's a good movie. I I love everything about it, and it's. It, it's just so well done sort of like that early Favreau before he kind of like got mashed up into what Disney was doing um and, and I like the stuff that he did after yeah but chef I, I just think it's so creative and it's so interesting that he that movie almost didn't get made because people like the people executives, I should say, yeah. were saying that Will Ferrell wasn't a leading man. And I'm just like, dude, the guy doesn't do anything wrong. No, everything he does is turns to gold. Yeah, I love Will Ferrell. <laughs> um, that scene with Peter Dinklage is just it's so good. Great. Yeah. Don't but, call me Elf one more time. <laughs> it's like that, you must um, be a South Pole Elf. <laughs> like, it doesn't make. Any- 
And then he goes down to the mail room, and it's yes. almost like he's with that, a bunch of prisoners. I was gonna say that was my favorite scene in that yeah. movie. It's it's an, he's like, you know what, man, you're my best friend. Yeah. Like he's just at work and drunk. Yeah. It's so funny. It, it's such a good movie. It I, is. I don't think about that one enough. I that is one that we watch every single year. It's great, and I ne- like even the little dun 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 yeah. dun, dun like. The soundtrack to that, it's gold. It is. It uh, has a great soundtrack. So, like I said, I I think the only thing that is not strong about it, I don't like the way it ends, and I don't know why. I think it's good, and I like his dad singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just sort of like this sort of haphazard thing, yeah. and it doesn't quite fit into the rest of the movie, yeah. even though it does, and it's all set up. Yeah, you know? I think I think the ending just feels so cliche. Maybe and, I mean at one point there there's a, a crooked gang of police officers that are going to beat Santa to death. Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, and but I I like everything else that's come up to that point. Yeah, and and even if it's not the strongest i still think it's set up well and it's thought through i think it probably just they probably didn't have a great idea for the ending yeah and you know that's just me and i'm sure that there's people that love that ending and i don't hate it i actually think it's really good Mm -hmm. when his dad finally does start singing yeah and then like that that the spirit of meter finally gets up enough to where the sleighs actually I, i do like that part yeah um, but I, I can see where, you're, where yeah. you're coming from. Like that, that whole movie really is strong. It's the ending, so strong. The ending's not as strong as the rest of the movie. I, but I think it's just because Will Ferrell is just like I said, he's just on fire the whole yeah. time. I do also think <laughs> it's really interesting to see his character become more accustomed to living amongst amongst humans. Yeah, and like because I feel like by the end and he's wearing a normal outfit and stuff. <laughs> Like, yeah. I mean, I know he's sort of still an yeah. elf and acting as himself, but I do feel like there's some character development there with, you know, him coming a little more accustomed to living in right. amongst people. And I think that's, it's an interesting little under the surface detail. Right. I just, I don't know. I, thought, I just thought about that. But that's a, that's a solid pick. It's, I mean, I, I think it's, it, it, for being as new as it is, mm-hmm. it's interesting that it is a classic yeah. already. Yeah. And I think that that, it will only get stronger as time goes on and eventually like the kids that are younger than us will probably know that as being their favorite Christmas movie even though my number one is you know better than that I guess we'll move on we will so what's your number one I have a feeling what it is my number one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation (laughs) how did I know um just you know And you said, you know, the intro you don't like, but that hate song it. Hate it. is I, so good. I think the song is great. I, I wish it was just like it was playing in the radio as they were driving along in that car. Yeah. You know? And Maybe. like you would see like just like aerial shots and it opening up like that. And yeah. then eventually you get down to the car when you see what's going on inside yeah. of it. And then they get up to their shenanigans. Right. But I totally dig the song. Yeah. That song's awesome. <laughs> and that... And, but just that song just makes me feel, I don't know. Sure. Or that movie just makes me feel, it's just Christmas to me. And I mean, they're literally opening an advent calendar. Yeah. Like, as it goes. Oh, and that little. Yes, it's so good. 
But and, and I mean, it get, I'm not gonna lie. Like the day that it opens, that is my birthday. Yeah, I'm just like, yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, it, I did this for you. I know. It, I mean, it's it's strong. But I would just say it's almost a constant just laugh fest from start yeah, to end. Of course. Like you got the. I mean, they're singing, and then there's the truck driver. He flips him off. Flips him he off. ends up underneath the underneath truck. It. They have to jump the car. I always think about that truck breaking and yeah. it locking up and just douche, 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 douche yeah. back toward the front They're of the car. Done for, it gives me panic attacks. It's awful. But then they had this tree, crappily, huge tree, <laughs> yeah. crappily strapped to their <laughs> top of their car. The, is that the one that gets, does it, that one get torn in half? I know they tear it out of the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. They but just literally tear the thing. There's a out of movie the where. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's an episode of The Simpsons when they steal a tree back from Sh- Shelbyville and they drive it underneath a, a, a like one of those like gigantic stone bridges and it like cuts the tree <laughs> in half. That sounds about right. Sorry, I'm getting two things. I'm getting my pop culture mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, and then I mean, and that instantly sets up the whole like. With their neighbors, he comes yes. out there to trim the tree. With he's got the Jason yeah. mask on, yeah. and he he's got the chainsaw, and then <clears throat> you see the snooty neighbor, and then like cousin Eddie, and how strong that oh is. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. No, no, that's Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. His brother is that's Dennis right. Quaid. Yeah, he is actually a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in real life. Dennis or Randy? Randy. Well, he is quite insane. Randy Quaid has two great movies that I can think of right now. Yep. I'm guessing the other Christmas one you're thinking of is Independence Pen. Day. No. Oh, Kingpin. I love Kingpin. Oh, Kingpin's great. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Independence I've Day. I've never really seen Independence oh, Day. It's it's okay. Okay. <laughs> but um It's just okay. I mean, I love Cousin Eddie. Yep. Like he's got some of the most notable things to say in that he movie. He has got some one-liners um, for sure. And just I don't know. The feeling of seeing some in-laws come in, yeah, and like how Clark isn't a fan of all of them, right? And the relationship between all them, yeah, treating your home like abject garbage, right? <laughs> and you know the cat scene, <laughs> yes. where the cat is in the, one, the cat's in a box, yes, and number two, the cat gets fried by electricity yep. and killed, yeah, yeah. and then oh, I'll never forget what is it, his grandpa or something? He's smoking the cigar. And he's got the he's got his stinking toupee on, <laughs> yep. and he lights the tree on fire. And he turns around, he's like, he's like, what? I forget what he, or he's like, go get me another stogie or oh, yeah. something. But he's he lights the tree on fire with a freaking cigar and turns around, and Clark's like, what are you doing? He's like, what? And then the fire the freaking trees on yep. fire behind him. He acts like he doesn't even know what's going on. When that police officer says that, you know what? I would have beat you with a rubber hose. Yeah. Like that one is. So funny, but, and then and then he they literally kidnap the boss, and amazing. the cops are just like he says, "No, I'm not pressing charges. I'm not pressing charges." The cops are like, "All right, well, we'll you leave. know how I was toying with not giving Christmas bonuses." <laughs> such a, a dirty jelly thing. of the month club. Such a dirty thing to do. It is, um, but that you know, I just love that movie. I again totally get it. Yeah. I like Christmas Vacation a lot. Yeah, I really do. Uh, I just like all these other movies better. And that's okay. For my own reasons. But, um, know, I'm sticking with that as my number one. I, so. Again, I cannot dispute that. Yeah. It's a great pick for you. It's a great pick for a lot of people at home. A lot yeah. of people are going to be pissed at me for this list. <laughs> um, but my number one is Home Alone with a Bullet. Oh. I saw this movie in the theater 
it was I would have been let me think I would have been nine mm-hmm. so I would have been almost Kevin's age yeah I think he's like seven or something in the yeah. movie oh, no he's not seven that's way too young he had to be like nine or ten maybe yeah um <clears throat> so we're basically right there yeah. and so you know it's like that stupid kid power thing yeah even though he's sort of a disgusting rat child yeah at the beginning of that it movie. really is so man watching that movie and as an adult and as an adult i'm just like i don't know how my parents weren't having like panic attacks thinking i'm gonna have to correct this nonsense that this kid is yeah. putting in my child's brain right, right. now because he is disgusting <laughs> um he tells his mom to shut up yeah. And this is like in a span of 15 minutes. It is. He calls her a dummy. She tells him to do something. He goes, get off the phone and make me. Why don't you? I mean, yeah. it's like. He's a brat. It is pushing. He is not a brat. He is so much worse than a brat. I, he, I, you know what? He deserved what was coming to him. I'm not going to lie. Which was getting left home yeah. alone and then beating some innocent. Not innocent. They're not innocent. No. Some criminals have to do. Well, let, let's just say I'm not going to get too far from the first movie. They are pretty disgusting criminals. Oh they, yeah, they're they, the worst. They about they almost kill him. Oh, there's nothing there's nothing worse than prying on people when they're at their most vulnerable. Yeah. And taking advantage of them during Christmas is just the worst. Yeah, sounds like me getting fired during Christmas, but you know. <laughs> anyways. But um um anyway. <laughs> I I really have a problem with that, obviously. Yeah. But this is the thing I will point to. All these movies are really tight. Yeah. They are 90 to 80 minutes long. Mm-hmm. There's not many beats in them. Nope. And the pace is like really fast. I agree. And, and uh, that I think that comes with a lot of Christmas movies. And um, but that's these, important. But they're, all, but they're also all older. Yeah. And I feel like... Well, I think a lot of older movies beats are very tight that way as well. Absolutely. You had to you had to maintain a certain level for an hour to two hours. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how it got to two and a half to three hours. Yeah. That's upsetting to me. Yeah. But I, I do enjoy good long movies. I do too. But there, of there course we went and watched Nope and that was probably two and a half hours. I, I feel like that I feel like it was really tight though. I yeah. feel like that was like a couple hours, maybe an hour and fifty. Yeah, it probably I was. mean we could check afterwards. Yeah. But, you know, I loved Endgame. Like, yeah. there are movies like that that I'm in it to win it. Mm-hmm. And But those, there's something like, because Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very short and very tight. Yeah. Like, it's literally like, George gets on a plane. When he gets off the plane, he has to share this car with this guy. Eventually, they're going to get on a train, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're going to be in a hotel room, and they get robbed, and then their car is basically blown up and destroyed, and they have to drive that all the way back to where they can finally take a train back. And then they... It, it's very quick. Yeah. But the, but you hear all this stuff about stuff that was left on the editing room floor. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is that's just fat that's getting cut, and right. that's what I appreciate about it. I mm-hmm. don't need all this other stuff. Sure. I want your movie to be interesting and move. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I, I think that there's something to be said about that. And all those movies have that. Elf is very quick. I, and I think that comes with generational. Um, yeah. A lot of people nowadays are very, well, what about this? What about this plot hole? What about this? Um, I'm asking, which I'm not saying it's great to have plot holes or anything, but I'm just saying like, 
Like, what about this and that and that? And then, they, if they, and then the media covers so much stuff now. You yeah. hear about all this unused content in these yeah. movies. Yeah. And people are, are so upset about that. So they're I think movie studios and directors are just so anxious to trim fat off of these movies yeah. because they don't want people to be upset with them. Right. And it's just... And bigger is, and longer is not always better. No. As a matter of fact, quality like, over quantity. There's been studies done where people can only pay attention to so much for so long. Right. It's why classes for students are only 50 minutes. Yeah. Right. There's a reason. You can't sit there and process that much information, even if it's something you want to do. Eventually, you will fall off. Yep. I agree. So, I, I think it's, I think it's worth noting though that our earliest movie is like 2004, and then. Our latest one, I think, is 81. Yeah. In A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. I don't think I picked anything before that. Unless we want to say A Christmas <clears throat> Carol itself, but yeah, but, we're I mean, talking about Scrooge. So. Yeah. It, it, I mean, the story, you know, I feel like it's still unassailable. But mm. it, but we didn't pick something. I mean, we didn't pick the base content, you yeah. know? You know, I did think about honorably mentioning, uh, like, um, It's a Wonderful Life. See, uh, it's a run- wonderful life is rough for me. Yeah, I think it's too much. Like a white White Christmas is much better to me. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Uh, I think it's still interesting. Like we, it was like the first Christmas movie we watched this year. Yeah. Uh, but oh, man, it's a wonderful life is just such a bummer, man. It is a bummer movie, but I, I do think it's real well put together a real yeah. I keep saying real a well written story <laughs> right. and it's just one of those classics that are like I would throw stones at it because I feel like it is a different kind of retread but it's a worse retread of a Christmas carol sure and not in a good way like I don't like the angel in it like sure. I don't like Mr. Potter I, I, I don't know. Sure. It, it, it's probably just one of those things. Like this is just not for me. Yeah, it's it is a bummer. And you know, I get that Christmas movies usually you want it to be pretty positive. Like, yeah. So I mean, there is like you know a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, or it's a you know Charlie Brown Christmas. I love. Yeah. Uh, but I, ultimately, there was just movies that I thought were stronger. Sure. And that I enjoy more. Yeah. Honestly, the longest one is probably I bet you that new Grinch, don't you? The how the how the Grinch the sold Jim Carrey one, yeah, yeah, that's probably the longest one. I would but think even that's then, the, I, I would it think goes by a, quick. Yeah, but I bet you that's the longest movie on our list. Probably I would so. be willing to bet. Probably, I could, so. be, I could be wrong. I know that the top three are not. I know that those are like an hour and a half. They're probably less than that. Did it, we share any on our main list? Which one? We both had Home Alone, yeah, and we both had, um, we both had Christmas Vacation on our. No, but mine's so eclectic. I think like, yeah. I mean, you had Elf and Arm. We'll mention, right. and mine was two. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean, my and we both had Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. Elf, and Home Alone somewhere in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, and and we had you know How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. If you're counting my honorable right. mention. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, no, I think we we spanned a wide range of movies. I think so, too. I think we've just about covered every Christmas movie to been on demand. I think so, too. I really don't know how much more we could say about that. Um, So, 
why don't we wrap this here? And we will probably be back next week. Yeah. I think talking about cereal. I think that sounds good. Okay. Um, that'll probably be a two-parter. I can't say that for sure. Yeah. People might say that this should have been a two-parter. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, again, this is the Me If I Was 20 podcast. My name is Ty and this is Gage. If you want to get in contact with us, it the Me If I Was 20 at gmail.com is the way to do that. Um, please feel free to text us listener questions. And if you text us or get us some sort of listener question, we're answering. I would almost guarantee you, you're going to get it read on this show. Absolutely. So we're having more people on the show soon. Um, so we are very excited about that. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. And we will see you guys soon. Merry Christmas guys. Bye.